This podcast is being recorded on the traditional land of the Blackfoot Confederacy. This consists of the Kainai, Pekani, Siksika, and the Blackfeet in the U.S. We acknowledge the Stony Nakoda, which consists of the Bearspaw, Morley, and Chiniki. We acknowledge the Satina, who are Dene, and the Métis, Inuit, status and non-status from all of Turtle Island, and those who are visiting. We are all treaty people. Welcome to the Dave Leary Show. Welcome to the Voices in Recovery podcast, brought to you by Freedom's Path Recovery Society in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Thank you for tuning in. Please remember that these opinions that are shared are those of the individuals and not of any agency, organization, or other entity, unless otherwise specified. Also, if you're a minor, please check with your parent and or guardian as you need to have permission to listen to these podcasts. We will potentially talk about violent subject matter, sexual content, and difficulties human beings face on their day-to-day lives in recovery. So Sherry, welcome. Welcome. Yeah, hello. Yeah. Hi. Hi. And so I understand that you just told us that this is your first time sharing your story. Yes, it is. Outside of a clinical environment. Yes. And yeah. So thank you for coming and doing this. Oh, thank you. It's my honor, honestly. Oh, my goodness. Yes. No, it's, it's ours for sure. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm just, I was so excited and... Um, when you text me in that yeah. or no one and it was like what really yeah. you know and yeah cool. it's just well yeah. it, it's interesting because i would have i would have asked you long ago yeah um from hearing you share the br- couple times i've heard you share yeah. right um, yeah. in different places and i've just started sharing yeah at, i've just started I, at uh, like probably within the last year yeah yeah like just i because yeah. i've been sober now three and a half years oh good for so, you yeah it was just it was three years in may and then yeah, I've just started sharing now. Good for you. Yeah. So yeah. you're ready then. I'm ready. Okay, so why don't you yeah. just take it away? And okay. If, if you want, if you, um, I'll wait. I don't usually ask questions unless something comes up. Okay. And I'll try not to interrupt you, but I have a tendency sometimes of That's just okay. like blurting shit out, right? Like, <laughs> and then okay. I'll forget what I was going to say and because he's Ooh, laughing. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So we can all help each other out. Yeah, <laughs> totally. We're in this together. Cool. Cool. Um, well, I was born and raised here. Okay. I'm from Calgary. Um, That's unusual in itself, right? right? Yeah. And uh, my parents still live. I was uh, raised in Dover, Westover, mm-hmm. and they still live there. Wow. They've been married um, be 54 years this year. So awesome. I had a wonderful childhood. Like, really, honestly, good yeah. childhood. Everything was pretty normal, actually. Mm-hmm. Um I think I was lucky in a sense. I got to grow up a lot in the mountains. Um, both my parents were very nature lovers in mm-hmm. that, and so uh, and then I dirt biked. So oh, right you know, my dad and uh, my cousins and stuff we dirt biked in yeah. that. So I did that for years, yeah. and uh, yeah. So I love nature, of course. And yeah. We used to go out to Whitebirds and all those places. So and I've gone camping now, and it's weird because you go back and mm-hmm. things have changed. <laughs> you know, yeah. like a lot, right? And but yeah, so. Um, yeah, went to Forest Lawn, mm-hmm. graduated. My, right on. Yeah, and, uh, even my son went, graduated. So it's possible. So. Yes, so we it know is. it's possible. It so is. Even my sister. There. Really? <laughs> even my, yeah, there's right three on. of us, three of our pictures up there. Excellent. Uh, yeah, and um, I was an only child for 14 years, and then my sister came along. Mm-hmm. And that was probably when I started noticing things with me differently, mm. like 
not communicating so much with my parents anymore mm-hmm. um, because they were busy with the baby where I was 14. I could look after myself, you yeah. know, but I was an only child and, and that um, attention, I guess, mm-hmm. right? I was used to that for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a 14 long time. years. Yeah. That's and a big gap. It right? is. But I mean, I was so happy yeah. to get anything like that brother or sister. I wanted one for so long. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and my mom has issues. So it's, it, it was a miracle on its own. So yeah, she came along and, and then I got to be those ages and I, I played the piano um, mm-hmm. for a long time since I was a little girl and I taught her and now she's a piano teacher and, mm. and also a teacher, like mm-hmm. a music teacher at school. So that's pretty cool. Cool. And uh, yeah, but I started noticing communication, anxiety, stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, not getting out to my parents, what I used to get out and, yeah. and stuff. So like in terms of sharing yourself with yes, them. Yes, yeah. you know, feelings, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I was into sports. I was an athlete. So uh, I played, uh, started in community ball and then started playing competitive baseball, mm-hmm. uh, volleyball, swimming, diving, and just every day, mm-hmm. like bikes. I mean, you got to remember, we rode your bike everywhere, yeah. right? So, and I still, I love her. I love bike riding. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was... Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know, probably from there. And then high school and the partying mm-hmm. started and the drinking because... So that's when it started mostly? Was- yes. And my parents, they're not big drinkers, you know, mm-hmm. very social, you know, and yeah. stuff like that. It was, it there was a time to drink and then, mm-hmm. you know, during the week it wasn't like that, yeah. right? And, and you know, I mean, uh, we had, we had, my dad's from England. Um, he's, he came here and my mom's from Vancouver <laughs> and then she moved here and stuff so they met and uh I don't have any like real like outside family my parent my dad's yeah. still in England so they met these great people and that's mm-hmm. my aunt and uncle and my yeah. cousins and stuff and so that's I remember the party and with them and it was fun mm-hmm. you know and that's what I used to see fun I didn't see the bad parts yeah. of it right and my parents were really good that way that's why it's time to go to bed or time to this yeah. and you know I was protected from that so when I started on my own drinking, you know, and really I was doing it at a time when I think probably most kids start, you yeah. know, and I couldn't tell my parents. I hid it. I started hiding it because I didn't want to lose that perfection I had. Yeah. I thought I had in their eyes, you know, and uh, yeah, that led me to a bad relationship mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's what kind of started it and that's what broke my spirit um i was going to be a veterinarian i was going you know i had all these plans and then i i met this guy in high school and uh it became abusive and but it wasn't right away but it was manipulate like and i was very naive at that and i looked at everybody i seen the good in everybody yeah you know i tried really hard my mom and dad taught me that you know do unto others that Mm. kind of stuff and so yeah i just i thought he was this great guy and of course emotions and girls and you know Mm. and stuff like that and my dad told me no he he knew you know there's something up you're changing Mm. something's you know this guy's not good for you and of course I dove right in and that's what happened I Mm. that allowed me to separate go into whatever I was already heading down into uh isolate Mm. and this is before anything you know so doesn't need to be alcohol and drugs at first, you know, it can be other things. And that's what really changed me. That's 
you know, by time I got out of it, I had a baby then, and uh, he was five months old when I left, mm -hmm. and I was screwed by then. I was already thinking another way. Yeah. Everything had, all my patterns, everything had changed, you know, mm -hmm. so probably depression had kicked in, and you know, which I never knew. I was 21, yeah. so I was young, and you know, had, I was a mom in that, so I moved in with my parents, thank goodness. Um, they have saved my life mm -hmm. all and on and you know and amongst others but they just never gave up on me my parents it's it's amazing you know they it deserve isn't. awards on their own it's, i i make amends all the time with them mm -hmm. you know like that's i just that's just a living amends with my parents yeah. you know they to show me that kind of support and love and you know it's, it's probably how i got mo through most of it but yeah i um I had a baby, I was abused, all that psycho, sick, disgusting way of thinking about myself. Mm -hmm. I, I became very, um, oh, I didn't think very nice about myself anymore. So what I did was instead of going into alcohol or anything, I went into being a mom. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be this mom. I'm going to do all these things, all the right things, put them in all this stuff, do, you know, go, do what I have to do. And that's what I did. And I, I lost myself. I lost Sherry. I, I you know, and, and I lost being a daughter and a sister and mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. And I just focused on that. Well, that wasn't good enough. That wasn't, that didn't hold me. So then I started drinking and, but I wasn't drinking at home mm -hmm. I'd start at home you know yeah. and then I was going out to the bar I had to go away because I couldn't drink around Brody and I mm -hmm. couldn't you know stuff like that it was just the shame you know but at that time I wish I knew you know like they go back I know now and what that kind of relationship will do to any person and mm -hmm. I I know it's women a lot you know but like how it changes your patterns, your thinking, what you think about the world and life. And, mm -hmm. you know, since I've been sober this time, obviously things have been really different. This is my second time around mm -hmm. and it really clicked this time. I got it, you know, yeah. I'm getting it. And that's, that's the thing. And, and it's just like another, another world, another mm -hmm. planet to think back on, oh my God, I thought that. Yeah. You know, like I would go out in this world and think those kind of things. Mm -hmm. And that was just okay. Like that was my life. That yeah. was, you know, and, and, and I, I miss so much. Right. And so I was not happy. I got more depressed. Um, I really then should have went for help. Mm -hmm. I should have gone and talked to somebody and helped myself, you know, but you don't know. Maybe, you do, but I didn't know at that time. I and, don't think so. You know, and that's because I mean, you're so... You well, think and you're that, being a mom trying to do the right, right thing, and yeah. and and you know, I I, I felt myself, I, I I actually like felt myself and seen losing myself. I could mm -hmm. see it, you know, mm -hmm. but yet I kept on the same path, yeah. and it just you know, because it will get better. It will get better. Doesn't that sound so ludicrous? Right. right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Like I know this is awful, but I'm gonna keep doing it because yep. it's gotta be better. Yep. Yeah, no matter which way. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, it's yeah. It'll it's, always be better next time. Always, yeah. always. Okay, okay. We'll do it again. We'll do it again. <laughs> yeah. This time I'm just going to change it like this. Yeah. But it, you're still on the same path, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, um, and I started drinking again, but going out. Mm -hmm. 
I, f I found that I was missing out. I was young. My friends were all doing this and I wanted to be out with them. And part, I think technically part at that time in your life, yes, you should be experiencing yeah. and, you know, doing this and doing that and stuff. But I felt that, oh, I've got a child, I, you know, kind of thing. But I still, I broke those rules, you know, and I depended on my mom to look after mm -hmm. my son and you know because I was hung over and you know kind of thing but yet I'll, I would pick up the pieces mm -hmm. and do what I'd have to do with Brody you know and, yeah. and as he got older too in school and stuff but even then I noticed I was not just affecting my life but that's where I started noticing I was affecting others because mm -hmm. I was late all the time yeah. Brody was late for school all the time you know, they were phoning me, they were wondering, like, you know, and all those opportunities that you could have reached out, those yeah. were helping hands, you know, and I smacked them or bit them or mm -hmm. spit on them or whatever it was because I thought I was better. Yeah. <laughs> you know, honestly, yeah. I can do this, you yeah, know, I, yeah. I don't need any of that. So, yeah, it, um, it came down to that and I, I met my husband then and um, I was in love again. I didn't think I could and... I, I fell in love again and uh, we got married and it was wonderful. I got married in Hawaii on the beach. Mm -hmm. It was my dream. Everything was beautiful. We, um, we had had, I had another son in between there a uh, year before we got married. So, you know, <laughs> but yeah, and it was all good. And then I wasn't. So all those years. And then after I had my second son, I changed. Mm -hmm. Everything changed about me. Um, so whatever my hormone, whatever was going on with me and that's, I was severely depressed. I was gone, right? And the anxiety and panic attacks and I just fluffled them off or I, or I would eat or, you mm. know, just kind of, you know, I don't know. It just became a thing after the other. And then I was 31 and my husband and I split up and that devastated me because mm. I don't know I trust things and but still not thinking right you know still not thinking for me and and so yeah I uh, we split up and I was I thought I was better and I wasn't and I quit my my job that I had for almost a decade and I, mean, I started at a casino you know like it was just weird. and my, my mom and dad I moved back in with my mom and dad um, and they were just like, what are you doing, <laughs> you know, <laughs> at that time. And yeah, I started at this casino and uh, some of the girls were going out and asked me to go out. And uh, I don't know, I, you know, I'm depressed. Mm. And it was like, yeah, and they're like, come on, it will cheer you up. And all right, let's go. Mm. And I did ecstasy yeah. the first time. The first time I ever did any kind of like mm. chemical drugs, anything I did prior to that start smoking weed mm -hmm. um but i never it wasn't you know i, yeah. I wasn't i'd rather smoke with other people like i wasn't mm -hmm. smoking by myself or anything yet but well it's definitely not ecstasy <laughs> it's not the same thing so no <laughs> so we were at this bar and i did some ecstasy and it was like wow mm -hmm. <laughs> wow i feel like me again mm -hmm. like all that depression was gone everything was gone and i could mm -hmm 
think freely and you know and, and instead of thinking okay this yeah. is wrong sherry yeah. <laughs> you need a chemical drug i can <laughs> open your mind up here right and so yeah it was i wanted more mm-hmm. boom right there and that started i didn't even want to drink i didn't want yeah. any of that i just wanted ecstasy yeah. and give me as much as you could so working at the casino you meet people and i mean gambling drinking and drugs mm-hmm. it's you just got to go to one place and i happen to be a waitress and yeah. so yeah i i met a lot of people and was getting really good deals on ecstasy and stuff mm-hmm. and um within oh god a year and a half not even i was down 100 pounds i was mm-hmm. just doing ecstasy that was it mm-hmm. i was just like that's all i was doing just yeah. eating ecstasy you know i was working i i'd lost my job i got another job lost that job you know and then i was just doing what i had to do and i was staying with a friend of mine and away from everybody and finally one day i think it was after christmas because my parents seen me at christmas and mm. they were like holy shit <laughs> Like the physical change. Yeah, everything. Yeah. And I had, I kept, I kept away from all that from mm-hmm. them, trying to anyways. And so, yeah, it was January. I went to them and said, I got a drug problem then, mm-hmm. you know. And I heard all these, oh, you don't get addicted to ecstasy. And all, you know, I was told all this stuff. And it's like, I don't think it was, well, yeah, I was addicted to ecstasy, but it was because of where I was at mm-hmm. and what it did. But then it stopped doing that, mm-hmm. right? And the emotional side of that, well, that brought on everything back I think a million times worse you know mm-hmm. and then I was at like I was thinking about suicide every fucking day and you mm-hmm. know because I didn't know and then or driving off you know a bridge with my kids in the back you know mm-hmm. so that we all go yeah. so selfish so you know kind of and so yeah it was I went to them my dad said you need help I said yeah mm-hmm. I do and so he came with me we went and we went to this they actually looked, my mom looked to see where we could go, and um, we, I went to Aventa. Oh, okay. Oh, what a wonderful place. Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah, because Did you I was dealing with womanly things mm-hmm. that needed to be dealt with, yeah. right? And probably at that time, if I would have been around any men mm-hmm. sharing things like that, I wouldn't have. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't have because I was at that stage, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I didn't hate men or anything. I just... Mm-hmm. That's what I, I blamed mm-hmm. men for all my shit, yeah. right? And yeah, so it was just, I got out of there and I was sober for a few months and uh, I found cocaine. Mm-hmm. I, I can't even remember. I'm, yeah, I can remember. It was, it was um, my ex-husband and he was looking after Jake. And I went and picked him up after I was, I went out and I, they, he had friends there and they were partying mm-hmm. and he asked and it was like, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> was that? Yeah. that was like, I remember it was, that was my hero. That was, I don't know, it, beyond words, what I felt when, when I, when I did that, that yeah. was what I was looking for. That was actually what I was looking for. Yeah. And that's what it became that's what i became because i went so i jumped in two feet you know and 
year later, <laughs> I'm back at my parents. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I, there seems to be some theme that's, <laughs> you know, and it was like, oh my God, I, I, you know, I have a problem, but I knew I didn't want to go back to treatment. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to do that. I, I had the tools. I knew what I had to do and stuff. So I did. And I found a psychologist and went to meetings. I, you know, did everything I remember doing the first time yeah. I went and did that and uh, found a sponsor, did my steps, all that kind of stuff. And I was sober for about four years, four, just almost four and a half years. Mm-hmm. And just one of those things uh, where I was at, the relationship I was at, people came to stay with us and they were drug addicts mm-hmm. and they brought it in and it was like, Boom. And mm-hmm. I thought I was going to die. The first line I did, I thought I was going to die because yeah. I've been sober for so long mm-hmm. and, and trying to live this good life. But I wasn't happy and I wasn't, I was miserable and I was a maniac and I would freak out mm-hmm. over things that, you know, I was road rage, everything. I was just living off anger, mm-hmm. totally living off anger. Didn't want to cry, didn't want nothing, but I'd be angry, yeah. you know, where... I was very intimidating. People didn't want to be around me. People didn't know how to talk to me, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because I made it that way, yeah. right? And um, yeah, it, uh, it it took me. And then um, I was like that for about five years. Hmm. Coming six years, I was, no, well, it actually was six years because I had a year with yeah. Nolan. <laughs> so we, I had, um, that's so funny. So it was five years of that and where now we had been evicted, evicted, and we were living out of our truck. Mm-hmm. And so my sister, bless her, she is my savior as well. Um, I, I don't know if it wasn't for her, she... When all this happened this last time, um, she said, you're moving in with me. Mm-hmm. I'm moving with you. <laughs> you can't have any fun doing that. <laughs> I'm not moving in with you. you know, there was a place down like in her basement and stuff, and it was like a separate suite. And, mm-hmm. No, you're moving in with me. I don't care. You're moving in with mm-hmm. me. And she stuck her ground, and she took all kinds of shit from me, man, for like a year. Like, uh, I'm surprised, you know, and in that year, I, I kept doing cocaine. I did try to attempt to commit suicide uh, a few times. Nothing worked, uh, obviously. Yeah. And um, where it came down, I, I was having a breakdown or whatever it was. And my parents said, you got to talk to somebody, Sherry. Mm-hmm. My dad came, actually. I think my mom and dad came. My dad I was laying on the bed and he came and he laid down with me and he says we gotta do we gotta take Mm. care of this like this is not good i was gonna die either way you know so we found some psychologists my mom phoned for me Mm -hmm. because you know i asked her if she could do that please you know i'll go but could you just set it up for me and so we we figured all these names and then whoever basically answered first we tried them first and i ended up getting this man wonderful man mm-hmm. i went to him i i was so vulnerable i just spilled it all out mm-hmm. you know i said i i every waking moment i don't want to be alive but 
every waking moment I want to be here you know mm -hmm. and yeah. I said it I'm there I don't know what else you know and so when I came out and he says oh wow I can help you Sherry mm -hmm. I can help you he says we're gonna work through this he says but he says you're gonna be different <laughs> he mm -hmm. says I can't work at you he says we're gonna do this differently and the things that he taught me just about my brain mm -hmm. and the damage that was caused from the abuse from you know and then continuing on that it's like a festering wound that you just keep rubbing salt on every day you know so it just stays there it you know it sometimes it gets a little bit bigger sometimes it doesn't and you know i was scared and nervous and all that kind of stuff but it worked out so good it really did and things like even now like it's been four years i've been with mm -hmm. him and that but like now it's like maybe he taught me this stuff two years ago and it will mm -hmm. be like oh my god oh my god i'm just like <laughs> yeah you know like it all of a sudden something clicks and mm -hmm. it's just it's amazing it's just like oh Brendan, he did yeah. it he, he, he switched my brain yeah. in that way and that pattern and that connection or whatever mm -hmm. it was so that i could get it and he mm -hmm. told me he says you'll get it mm -hmm. you'll get it one day and it was like okay because it was like i'm never gonna get this yeah I'm never going to get this, you know, but honestly, I just, and I went <clears throat> a few times a week for a first little bit mm -hmm. and then twice a week and then once a week. And I did that for a long time. Yeah. And then I went uh, every two weeks and then every three weeks. And then mm -hmm. I was seeing them like once every month and yeah. that, and, but it, I could not, you know, and for the first little while, my mom came with me. She just, mm -hmm. I said, just pick me up and drive me. That's the, that's the support and help that I need. Yep. I'll do the rest, you know? So she did. And that's all I needed. I just mm -hmm. needed that confidence at that time because I didn't have any, yeah. you know? And uh, yeah, so then <laughs> I met Nolan. <laughs> <And> what <laughs> I appreciate the most about this part of the story is you start laughing before you even say his name. <laughs> I know. Him so much it's so it's so awesome what we've got you yeah. know and the struggle is real and so is the love and mm -hmm. so is the spirit and everything else between us it's mm -hmm. it's amazing like he truly is my best friend it, yeah. you know to find somebody to honestly be able to just blah mm -hmm. you know it's you think you got it but no yeah until you got it right and yeah i uh he's a rascal oh He's right. He's a rascal. rascal. Yeah. He rascal. Yes, that's nice. Um, my <laughs> friend calls him. Uh, uh, oh, devil, devilish. Ah, uh, devilish. Devilish. Yes, yeah. devilish. Yeah. <laughs> that's another word for rascal, right? That's yeah. She's like he's devilish. I said yes, he is. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but yeah. Um, I was when I met Nolan. It's it's funny. We met at a mutual birthday party. Mm -hmm. And we kind of just, it was one of those things I was going to the bathroom, he was coming out and we met and he waited for me until mm -hmm. I got out of the bathroom. I'm like, I gotta go to the bathroom. And he came, I came out and he was there and it was like, he's like, I'm Nolan, I'm sure and we met. And then we didn't see each other for a while, right? Mm -hmm. But I thought about him and it was like, mm, I don't know about this. <laughs> I don't want to get involved. I don't, yeah. you know, and I was still in my addiction. And, yeah. but at this time when I met him, I was already by then uh, looking at my sisters, seeing the psychologist. Um, I was then, no, I don't mm. want these drugs in my life. Yeah. I need to move on from this. I need, uh, I want another life, you mm. know? So Nolan was very deep in his addiction and you know, it was just, 
two lost souls, you know, and just wandering, you mm -hmm. know, and we found each other, which was pretty cool. And uh, That's the, pretty cool. It is. The first year, um, well, we had a lot of fun, mm -hmm. you know. It was quite an experience. Um, and instead of hating each other more, we, we fell in love more. Like, mm -hmm. it was really weird, really weird um, and special. And then, yeah, it became, I think, the, the, the norm, the, you know, living, two drug addicts can't live together when they're active. It's yeah. just impossible. Yeah. You know, it's destruction, it's self-destruction and total, it's just mm -hmm. chaos, right? And so, and it's not even organized chaos, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, just, disorganized chaos. Yeah, it's sure. just hell. So, yeah. you know, like I, I used to explain it to him, like I said, we're both sitting at the poker table with the devil right now. You're on one side, I'm on the other. Like, this is not working, mm. you know? So, um, yeah, we we had to go through our rock bottom. That's when Nolan hit his. Um, thank goodness, mm. you know? And he, he seen his light. And at that time, I had a lot to think about. And, I mean, it was great because it was mm. like, I'm done. I was already done yeah. by then, right? So that was fantastic. And then he he went away right he went to claire's home in that for a few months and um which was amazing and so what i did was i just like reviewed mm -hmm. with him every day we talked i asked him what'd you do mm -hmm. you know and then i would review with him and that way we would have a nice little yeah. and that kept me not wanting to go out because mm -hmm. it was like fuck i'm at home yeah. You know, I'm not locked up. <laughs> like, yeah. I, there was nights I was like, oh, my God. And I, but it was like, no, I know I can do this mm -hmm. because this is what I want for yeah. the first time. You know, I know what I really want mm -hmm. and I know I can have it, you know. So that's, that's how it kind of came about. And so yeah. it's funny, he got sober uh, the end of April and I was like two weeks after. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he went into detox and then Claire's home and... Yeah. I uh, I got a call from a friend and it was like, yep, I'm going. And yeah. I just did and and I hid it from him, you know, and uh, I might even lied about it, you know, mm -hmm. just and that's, there you go, right back yeah. to that, you know, where we had, had that honesty and then boom, you know, mm -hmm. and so uh, we went to a meeting <laughs> out in Claire's home because uh, he was getting his day passes mm -hmm. and stuff. So I go out there and we, we were going to a CA meeting and He's like, oh, you can get your your 30 days. I'm like, no. Yeah. What do you mean? And I said, no. Well, I thought you were, I said, no. I said, I went two weeks. I said, I had a couple extra days in there. I said, and my last day was May 14th. And he's like, oh, oh, okay, okay. I said, oh, I didn't tell you that. <laughs> I just slipped my mind. Yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. But yeah, it just, you know, but. I, once I got, I mean, that's another amends, right? Mm -hmm. You know, it's just, and that's the thing. So he, we, I just, we decided, okay, we're going to try and make this work mm -hmm. when he knew he was getting out. And, um, yeah, so here we are three and a half years later, mm -hmm. both of us. And wow. Um, I couldn't even imagine this, like, honestly, yeah. uh, just self-care and, and togetherness and just things like my life itself inside of me, the, 
the strength and what I'm building and my armor and my mind and just how I have actually changed patterns mm -hmm. in my own mind and thinking certain ways and waking up and going, I am going to be happy today. Mm -hmm. And I can do that every day, yeah. you know? And yeah, Nolan has his thing and I have my thing and we know this, mm -hmm. but in the end, we always make the effort, yeah. you know, and we try and that's all that we can ask for. And, you know, he, he really looks after himself mm -hmm. and it inspires me, you know, to even be that much better as yeah. well. Um, and we just work it just you know it's it's me we can work together like we have we've worked mm -hmm. together employed together in that no problem mm -hmm. it's and we've said like this is weird yeah <laughs> you know? well it's kind of interesting you come from chaos into that piece right? yes yes that's a strange transition it is it yeah. totally is and and there's some days that i'm even like this is real yeah you know like and stuff so um and now uh well i i go I go to certain meetings um I've gotten great friends to mm -hmm. be honest with you God, I've met you mm -hmm. um and yeah uh, we actually make plans and we go out dancing which is awesome that's awesome yes and it's so such a relief you know yeah. and it's like here I go you know I was just thinking about this the other day and it's like wow uh, thinking of my night to go out dancing mm -hmm all my steps and all like the list of things yeah. and the drinking and the drugs and you know blah 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 mm -hmm. and then the next day or the week how you're gonna feel and all that kind of stuff and it's just like you know because eh? yes yeah. and you just go out and that's all we do like mm -hmm. we didn't even sit at a table or anything we just go out we dance have some breaks drink some water and mm -hmm. go home like wow. maybe go for coffee or something after mm -hmm. it's just amazing i just you know, and if I wasn't working this program and if I didn't seek professional help, mm -hmm. um, if I didn't recognize what had happened, what happened to me had affected mm -hmm. so much of my life. Yeah. Um, I'm thankful that I didn't find the drugs until a little bit later. Yeah. Even though I wasn't mature yet, I, mm. I, I was a little bit, you know, what I experienced a little yeah. bit of stuff. And like, you know, um, I, I would love to work with women. Mm. You know, I'm at that stage now that I know, you know, even at the meetings, there's a lot of young girls in there that are, are suffering like I was. Yeah. And um, I didn't, and especially back then too, there, you didn't talk about it. Mm -hmm. in, and I remember even, and that wasn't, that was in the nineties, you know, and even with my friends, they just ignored it, you know, like I was black and blue, but mm -hmm. you know, I, and I remember, I remember this one time his mother, uh, brought me cover up to put on my arms and it was like, you know, like just so blinded, but it was. That's that, so telling though about what it was like back then. Right? Like that. Everything just, was a cover up. Yes. Yeah. And, and I, you know, like even like with the police and stuff and, and, uh, you know, and even like the lies and just, I had to go to court. Um, he wasn't involved in Brody's life for a long time and I had to go to court. He took me to court and I remember this and it was just, it was hell and Brody was four or five so he had no idea mm -hmm. you know and I had to okay shove him into this arms of a stranger basically yeah. 
And from the time that that happened, I even had to put Brody, he seen a child psychologist mm -hmm. for many years because I couldn't mm -hmm. explain. I couldn't, you know, I, I didn't know with his psyche or anything. Mm -hmm. and. And, and I really couldn't reach out with him, yeah. you know, and stuff. So um, my mom's cousins in Vancouver, their child therapist, child psychologist. Oh. So they recommended. And it's just actually right behind Sate. Oh, okay. It's a house or whatever. And um, I learned, you know, mm. and, and that was another thing too. Like I should have continued that, right? Yeah. Because I was learning. But Brody, thank goodness he, you know, it, it, some way somehow along the way because mm -hmm. he i dragged him through everything too yeah. you know and so he's seen a lot and uh when he left when he moved out uh, i was i was so worried because i i thought i fucked up so much with him and uh he ended up um joining the church out in chestermere he I, is an ordained minister mm -hmm. He's not in so much of it anymore. I, I've talked to him that this is a few years ago, but he he had to learn something mm -hmm. right about himself, and yeah. and that was like the best place he could have done it. Yeah, you know. And he's not an alcoholic. He's not a druggie. Mm -hmm. He's nothing like that. Um, he's tradesman. He's just got his ticket this year. His his journeyman. So he's doing all the right that's thing, awesome right and it's yeah. just like oh i hope i didn't fuck him up too much you know but <laughs> yeah and and the best part is i guess with with being where i'm at now and and following this program it allows me so much willingness to mm. block to stop the fear i guess um uh, it's opened up so many pa uh, paths as well and people in the sense of you or uh, we met this lady uh, Kate amazing lady and she's a life coach mm -hmm. and she invited Nolan and I a couple of years ago to, uh, she does it at her house and please come please come and mm -hmm. it's like wow we, we were kind of budgeting then so we didn't have a lot of money in yeah. that. and uh, she's like it's okay she's like you know people she says at one time she says somebody helped me out she mm -hmm. says and I just want you guys there yeah so she says don't worry about that if that's all it's stopping you she says don't let it she says I'd yeah. love for you guys I need you guys there your input so it was great we'd meet like once a week or once a month mm -hmm. and it'd be like a topic or a subject or something that we'd all pick or you know and I mean we we talked about everything like confidence and uh um if the nothingness mm -hmm. you know what that is uh stuff like that and how we all perceive it and you know it was it was a bunch of us and yeah mm -hmm. it was just that was stuff like that at the beginning because you mm -hmm. need to change your mind so much yeah. right you got to yeah. change those patterns so much and and like when you're and in, not just a bit of it but the whole thing yes yeah. yes and when you're in treatment like that's what i told Nolan, that's why they boom 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 put it in there i said mm -hmm. to change that they only have so long to do it. I said, yeah. that's why it's like every day you got to do this. You got to do this. You got to do this. It's, mm -hmm. I said, so where it just comes natural. Yep. And and I said, we've even I've been sober long enough and and doing this now that I've I've seen the promises, mm -hmm. you know, I've, I've woken up in the morning and things have been gone. Mm -hmm. And it's like, OK, I'm learning how to let it go. Mm -hmm. Like that's a big one with me, you know. Um, I learned that as well with 
the abuse, I hung on to everything. Mm-hmm. That was my control. Yeah. So I dragged everything with me. <laughs> I never got rid of it. <laughs> so when I moved, people would be like, you got a lot of stuff, Sherry. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, like I had stuff from when I was a kid. I so just, it was like a physical, yeah. tangible way yeah. of not letting go. Of yeah. It. I almost yeah. became a hoarder almost, yeah. you know, but it just, I, I never looked at anything, I never, mm-hmm. but it was mine. It was there. Yeah. I knew it was there. Don't touch it. Don't go through it. Don't, mm-hmm. you know, it became very, that was my OCD. And safety too, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Safety. Yeah. Something sure. you, could tr- you could control about, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, it was my stuff. Yeah. Right? It was the only thing that I had. Mm-hmm. That's what I felt, you know? It was, yeah. you know, so it's just even now, like even even this last year, I've been letting go of mm-hmm. stuff. I have, I think I'm down to one room now. I've got everything mm-hmm. else complete, you know? How does that even, feel? Yeah, it feels amazing. Yeah. And I think that's what's making me happier every yeah. day, you know? Yeah. I wake up and... No one's like, why are you so happy today? I don't know. Because <laughs> I got less shit, dude. Right? I've got yeah. no shit on me. Like, yeah. I just look around and it's like, mm, I love it. It's yeah. tranquil and serene and, and all the rest of it. But yeah, it's, um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a wonderful life if you mm-hmm. want it. And it's never too late, I believe. Um, I try to... You know, even let my boys know, like, be aware, mm-hmm. always, you know, know what you're thinking, you're, you know, that kind of stuff. Because if you get that now, you know, by the time you're in your 30s and 40s, mm-hmm. it's life is that much easier, yeah. you know, because then it doesn't add on to the rest of the bullshit that's mm-hmm. going to add on anyways. Yeah. Right. And, you know, I know Brody's learned his things through the church and that, which is amazing. He's taught me. And uh, yeah, uh, Jake, well, he's back at home right now. Mm-hmm. He was living with his dad and now he's with me. And um, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. How <laughs> it, old is he now? He's 19. Holy. Yeah. And so he's actually, we've, I got him back into school. So mm-hmm. he's in school right now. Um, they're working with him. He'll be going to state, you know, so everything is actually really working yeah. out. Um, the only thing that we, is it, a struggle at home is just a day-to-day yeah you know just get them used to being responsible and mm. and you know trying to give them a lift out mm. you know and, and that kind of thing so you know well, i think being there for him is giving him a lift yeah. right like yeah. allowing him to be there and I, when you were mentioned talking about your parents it's just like that is a soft place to land right and yeah. it's no wonder you went back every time every time yeah because it's a soft place to land i did the same thing yeah i did my parents my family has been awesome yes so yes i can see that like yeah okay at least i'm safe there right exactly yeah exactly. and same for him right? yeah well that's both you know and and nolan too like this he has no kids right so mm-hmm. this is an experience for him and for sure and, and you know i mean he's been in jake's life now for four years mm-hmm. so you know so we're four years and so you know he has but he, it was kind of a crappy time yeah. you know especially jake 14 15 you know yeah. <laughs> kind of thing but yeah like nolan said the other day you know uh, he maybe didn't have what what he could give jake mm-hmm. you know so he's he's gotten this now that he can offer mm-hmm. somebody you yeah. know something yeah. And, which is really, really cool. He's got and, so much to offer. Uh, yes, he does. So, both he, do. 
he doesn't think he does either sometimes, but he does. Mm -hmm. And and I wish that I he, he could see what I see, you know. Mm -hmm. But I, it's the same, right? And yeah. and so yeah, it's uh, it's it's we finally now it's like balance, mm -hmm. you know. And and that's slowly but surely coming. But yeah, um, if I if I don't give myself that time during the day, whatever time it is, mm -hmm. it, you know, I've kind of learned now. I. I I'm not so good with routine. I can, you know, so, okay, I'm going to do this. And then, well, yeah, whatever, right? And then nothing happens. Right? I know. And then a few weeks later, it's like, oh, my God, you know. Yeah. But, yeah, so it, I find that, okay, if I don't meditate in the morning or if I don't do this in mm -hmm. the morning, I do it sometime during yeah. the day. You know, uh, whatever it is, I give mm -hmm. myself 5 to 15 minutes, whatever I can, you know. And, and it really works it it um i can't even i can't even explain it you 15 know, minutes can be life-altering yes like, <laughs> very very so, yes and um like even with jake like he'll notice like mm -hmm. where if i come back and he's like you good now mom I'm like, yes mm -hmm. <laughs> i'm good uh but yeah i um with the with the recovery and all that I, I believe, you know, that I hope that I can help somebody one day mm -hmm. get through that sooner than what I've had to, you yeah. know, it's been 25 years of carrying this yeah. with me and it doesn't need to be that long. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, maybe things that I thought of that, oh, if I, you know, if somebody would have been like that or... Mm -hmm. You know, so if it, I can think that, I know other girls can. And, and yeah. so it's like maybe I need to step up, you know, mm -hmm. and, and start reaching out that way. Yeah. I'm here now, you know, and mm -hmm. I've got this so far under my belt. I'm working my program. I'm still in recovery. Um, yeah, like mm -hmm. the, what's the next step now, right? And yeah. that's where I'm at. That's like i guess i think this is the next step i think so not just this but i mean like obviously i'm not talking about just tonight but yeah. well that's it this is it yeah this yeah. is it yeah. we're done i'm done we're, this was my peak all bets are off we're <laughs> thank out. you david yeah, you're welcome you are cured yep done um, and done <laughs> but it, it's a part of that because um, one of the things i noticed was you're very articulate and you understand a lot and so it'd be really important i think to share more like, yes. and don't get me wrong I'm not trying to put pressure on you no it's pressure it's lots of pressure. But, yeah she's like oh, <gasps> oh my god oh, that's it. <laughs> um, but I, I think you you've mentioned it a couple times where this is how like this is how we start giving back yes. is allowing people space to have those conversations that because we don't know who we're going to be able to help no right no and, and it's okay that we don't know yes and yeah. it's okay that we don't even know how we're going to help exactly I, I think that when people become themselves and are free to be themselves that's when they help the most yes right because yes. they do the natural things yeah instead of trying to force it yeah and i think you seem like you're doing it pretty naturally that's what i've been trying this time mm -hmm. you know because if you fight it it never works it yeah. really doesn't yeah. you know and the one I remember I never thought I'd be able to do this. Mm -hmm. And I was talking to my psychologist about this and I was breaking down. It's like, I'm never going to be able to get off drugs and mm -hmm. la 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 and it's pity party and all the rest of it. And he, he said, Sherry, he says, what are you worrying about? Falling off the wagon, relapse, that kind of mm -hmm. thing. I said, yeah. And he says, well, how fast do you think the fucking wagon goes? 
<laughs> it's like, get up, get back on. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. He's like, it, people panic. He's yeah. like, it doesn't go that fast. It's just a wagon. Literally, the <laughs> wagon stops when you fall off it. Yeah, <laughs> like, that too, right? Just brush yourself off, yeah. get back on again, right? Yeah. And that's what it is. It's like, yeah, because you think it's, mm-hmm. when you think that way, you think it's going so fast and yeah. you got like a train, you know? But no, yeah, mm-hmm. you just get back on. Yeah. No matter that's, how many times you fall. Yeah. So, yeah. That's it, good good advice. He's, it stuck yeah. with me. It's like, you're right. Yeah, yeah, it's not going that fast. Yeah. That's interesting. And yeah. I, until you said it, I'm like, it doesn't go anywhere when you fall off. It doesn't either. It's not halt. Right? Yeah. Whoa. It waits for you. Yeah. And then gradually builds up steam again, like when you're on top of a hill when you get back on there. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So now I if we've got horses going now. Come oh, on, yeah. <laughs> well, now we're talking about a fast ride. Yes, that's that's more like the that's the downward spiral yeah. of like meth right there. See, right, yeah. that's it. Yeah, yeah, don't get on the wagon with you're the horse. on the wagon with no horses and you're on a cliff. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? That's a thing too. Like all like all the places I was at, you know, where I never thought I'd be. Mm-hmm. And, drug dance shit like that you know and it's just like yeah like did you ever when you were young think i'm gonna be in a crack house mm. by the time i'm like 30 oh I'll yeah be, i've been in a crack yeah, house yeah that's my <laughs> check that one yeah. off i know yeah and it's that's what i mean like all the <laughs> wow and and then like just to wake up and and um be grateful uh appreciate you know uh love mm-hmm. all that kind of thing when i go out whether the sun's shining or not i mm-hmm. still love the day you know, the winter's coming. I love the winter. Yeah. You know, I love summer more, but I mm. do love the winter. There's things, there's beauty in everything, I guess. Yeah. And I, and that's, that's still a part of me that mm. I got to keep. And I found that part of Sherry again, that I do love a lot. And I do see the beauty in things mm. and, you know, no, I can't help everybody. And I'm not that person anymore, but Definitely, you know, I can be a shoulder to cry on and, and I can give you a ride where you need or I can support or I can mm-hmm. talk to you. It's I'm very open to that now, mm-hmm. you know, where I wasn't because of myself. Yeah. Right. I was afraid to talk about myself, really. That In fear. a real way. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Honesty. Yeah. Right. And and that was the thing. I just I, I faked it till I, I couldn't mm-hmm. anymore. Right. I didn't even know how to be a woman at some points Mm -hmm. I had to look at other people just to kind of okay I can act like that yeah you know I can be that kind of person Mm -hmm. I can no problem and yeah and it's amazing you Mm know I um we're going through pictures the other day we're getting rid of frames and stuff anyways there's a picture of my dad uh he he's worked in the ironworkers union hall there for many many years so they did a Christmas party and he was Santa Mm -hmm. Me and my sister would volunteer and help. So there's a picture of me and him. We're dressed up. I'm an elf. He's Santa. And I'm looking at myself. And it was 2013. Mm-hmm. I was in the peak of like my addiction and just hell. And I looked great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like, yeah. I'm looking at myself. I'm like, wow, Sherry, no wonder. No, like, you, yeah. no wonder. You know, did you, you look back on that, like in general, and say, "Holy crap!" Like I tried to make myself look so good yes. to make sure nobody. Knew. Yes, that's what yeah. I, that's what I mean. I fooled yeah. myself. Yeah, I actually looked in the mirror and I fooled myself because yeah. I looked pretty good, and I know I wasn't. Yeah. I know what I was going through at that time. I can relate to that. Yeah. That's like so. It's so uncanny how hard we try. Yeah, 
Like I never grew a beard till I sobered up. Really? Never grew my hair out till I sobered up. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Everything when I was when I was using and drinking. Yeah. I was clean shaven. Yeah. Clean. Yeah. I had a crop top. I always had like a. Oh yeah, we were classy. Classy. We were classy. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Class. so, so when I sobered up, people were like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> What do you mean you're an alcoholic? I don't understand. You look so clean. <laughs> yeah, right. It's yeah. a surprise to people. I right? know. I know. Just I can sit there and, and like at the workshops and that, and and we're just, I'll be like, well, right now I'm having like a panic attack. I'm ha and people would be like, really? And it's like, yeah, yeah straight out. I'm having mm -hmm. anxiety right now. You know, but you're so calm. Lots of practice. <laughs> yeah. And every time you say you're so calm, I want to stab you. Because I'm not that calm. Eyeballs. Yeah, I'm not nearly as calm as you think I am. Oh, let's go outside. Yeah. <laughs> I'll show you how calm yeah, I am. There's a, there's a place out back I want to show you. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's uh, really dark. Yeah. Just give it some light. Yeah. I know it's, and, and that's the thing too. Like, I, I used to fight a lot, mm. you know, um, and I used to like beat up bullies for people. Mm. You know, I was that kind of person too, mm. right? Like growing up and that I was all people come, Sherry, this so and so's kid, all right, yeah. let's go do it, you know? And mm. that was how you did it back in the day and that. And I liked that. I mm. liked protecting people like that yeah. and, and being there, you know, because some people can't protect themselves. Absolutely. You know, and um, I didn't expect anything. I just wanted to help, right? Mm. And so, yeah, I remember that. But yeah, so like my wrist, shit like that. Mm. It's, coming back to haunt me oh yeah you know well, any, my... anyone who's fought more than once in their life it has some especially if you fight regularly right your body's gonna yeah it's gonna pay the price oh yeah and like even like uh well women that have been through abuse and mm -hmm. stuff their bodies there's yeah. like my shoulders stuff like that there's things because mm -hmm. you go through wicked stuff and you put your body through mm -hmm. things like through adrenaline and and the yeah. moment right i mean well and in the guise of love right when it comes to an abusive partner and that like needy, whatever else goes into that but we know what it is for the for the abuser yeah. it's all about control and power yeah. right but to stay there and keep taking it right like it, it is so uncanny that it's a human thing yeah. that we do this yeah. right like it's not unusual no. it's not and i learned i thought i was like yeah. right and when <laughs> i went to treatment i learned that vicious cycle yeah. and you know and that's how you stay in that and that's how these women stay there and men you know mm -hmm. it's just it's crazy because you yeah if you're out of it and yeah. someone asks you what yeah. do you think of that you're like that's ridiculous yes. i would never like <laughs> who would stay and then you remember oh i yeah. stayed oh and yeah i had a baby yeah. and i did this it's like oh my yeah. god right you just yeah because yeah. it seems like the natural course of things when that's what we feel like we deserve. It's the norm, right? Yeah, yeah it's it, you do. You just you force yourself almost mm -hmm. over t subconsciously, I guess. You would just that's the norm, yeah. you know. And so you do you train yourself to do certain things. Mm -hmm. And so when you do, if you do leave that, or even if you don't leave that relationship and you do go to the grocery store and that yeah. you carry that with you. And, you know, sometimes you see a weird woman or something like that. And I think that mm -hmm. it's like, is she going home to this? Because that's the way she's acting, you know, like it's just, yeah, it's weird, you know, Very and strange. it's more common than I ever thought it would be. And, and I was reading this article about women in Alberta. And I, I think there's three provinces, Manitoba, Saskatchewan and us are still the highest for abuse right women abuse and stuff and then i found out that it's because we still have a lot of men mm -hmm. over women 
here and Manitoba, I think, and our economy. Yeah. so up and down people yeah. are like happy and then they're depressed yeah. and then they're happy and yeah and that and you're right when that economy yeah. goes down like we we see a spike in oh domestic yeah violence. yeah absolutely well i mean even look what's happening right now in calgary yeah. every yeah. morning it's just like who got killed today <laughs> right I yeah mean, like you, what's happening in our world today yeah, right yeah and and yeah and honest to god like i worry about I worry about my kids, my family and stuff like that, but I also worry about like the friends that I've met through mm-hmm. AA and the fellowship and that kind of stuff and you know, like people that do have some relapse issues and that and what's out there now. And so with my kids too, it's just like don't take anything. Yeah. You know, unless you've made it yourself. Yeah, don't well, take seriously it, though, you that's know? not that's not a bad thing to say. No, and I it's just you know, they 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 both they dabble in, in, in weed and stuff, and it's like, fine, mm-hmm. you know, like, whatever. One uses it to sleep, the other one uses it for anxiety. And it's like, okay, <laughs> this is what's coming out, you know, it's yeah. and that. But they're not sitting on the couch all day, you know, yeah. doing the norm. And But so, I think we've medicinal marijuana has helped people yes. see a totally different side of marijuana. Oh right? yeah, like yeah. the one you're talking about, where you're on the couch playing video games all day, not working. That's the old idea. It is. It is because now you've got people who are highly successful, right? And 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 have been smoking weed a long time, exactly. and now it's out, right? Yeah. So and like my yeah. parents are still kind of, you know, yeah. but they're from that era, you know, yeah. and and so that's but they're they they're coming around yeah. you know well, I think, that, I, think you're, I think that's what's going to happen like that era though there was no bending right like my my mom too right yeah. like that that's a big thing oh yes not yeah. so much now yeah she's had a year to kind of get used to this yeah. like legalization but i'm sure it's the same for your folks oh yeah absolutely yeah. absolutely and mm-hmm. and my dad like being in the ironworkers he's seen a lot mm-hmm. you know uh, the alcohol the drugs yeah. guys die you know stuff like that mm-hmm. and and so he he's he's a little bit more um lenient i think with it um to the sense that he understands he's you know and my mom does too um you know we do uh we come from alcoholics mm-hmm. you know my my there was some in our family <laughs> you yeah. know uh my mom's side my my grandfather and my uncle um my grandfather died when I was seven. He got hit by a semi oh, out in Canmore. He walked onto the highway. Virginia. Now, I was told that he was hit, but mm-hmm. I wasn't told why, right? And I think I was about 30, yeah. 30. My mom told yeah. me I was making the bed with her, and I said something, and she's like, well, your grandfather. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, we never told you. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, well, I thought, I, she's, I, I said, yeah, you told me that, but you, she's like, well, it was all those years, you know, and yeah. I said, yeah, and I never asked, and it was just mm. like, it was devastating to me, but then I was like, oh, okay, and then my uncle, too, um, he, he was, he liked the needles and stuff mm. like that, and he ended up getting hepatitis, and he just wouldn't stop, and, and um, he died from it, you know, and, and I remember when I got sober this time, that popped into my head never did it before but it yeah. was just like that's what he died of isn't it strange eh? like <laughs> you just couldn't make the connection right? until we were able yeah yes and i yeah. i like I, it was just he was dying you know and yeah. and 
I, oh yeah. <laughs> it's such a strange phenomenon because like when, when my dad was 15, his mom uh, overdosed or took her life. Right. To. Right. Um, and he had been adopted by his grandma. And so we, we knew that, but I didn't make the connection until we, until I sobered up. Yeah. That first of all, a big chunk of my family yeah. was alcoholic or, yeah. or depressed or addicts. Right. And the fact that I've always had a desire to die. Like, I had no idea that that could be passed on from my grandmother. Right. Right. Until I got older. Yeah. And then we realized that some of those things are hereditary. Yes. Like maybe not genetic, but they're hereditary. Yes. And, um, and yeah, it's just so weird that yeah. all of a sudden I was able to see my grandmother for the hurt person that she must have been. Yeah. The, the hurt unit, right? Yeah. Because I recognized when I sobered up, yeah. of course, that I was a hurt unit. Because <laughs> right. until I sobered up, I actually thought I was fine. Right. Oh, me too. Like, yeah. 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 I'm perfect, actually. Yep. Yeah. Why I aren't mean, you? Yeah. Why are you bugging me, man? I'm fine. Right. Yeah. yeah. Although yeah. evidence around my life is that I'm not. Oh, happy. I know. Right. I know. And, <laughs> yeah. and like even like going to England this year um, with my dad and my sister. Oh, and, yeah. And my niece. What a right? great trip. Oh, it was the best ever. And, you know, number one, I'm sober. Mm -hmm. And I've had years and I'm, I'm getting it. So I'm present. Mm -hmm. I was so present and yeah. it was so nice. And I got good, good visiting time with my aunt and uncle and mm -hmm. other people, you know, and it was just a really good bonding experience for my dad and I and my sister and I and my niece too, but it, like even just all of us. And, but it was just, I came back just. Some more came was off of me, yeah. you know. I I had more freedom and you know just. Oh. <laughs> I know we're all looking around. Well, you have to watch him because he sees ghosts and shit. Right? Well, that's so, what I'm oh, seeing because yeah. the reflection right here, and it's like. Uh, <laughs> every time he looks that way, I'm like. Right. Who's behind me? Who's here now? <laughs> <laughs> well, and we're laughing, but there was a where we were recording actually, and he saw someone's grandfather standing behind them, right? Yeah. <sighs> yeah, and she was talking about her grandfather, yeah. and then of course, because some people have a deeper connection to the unseen, I yes, think, than other yes. people do, right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for freaking me out. Yeah, thanks. now I can't. Every time you look somewhere, I'm like twitchy, like <laughs> they're hiding in his beard. <laughs> yeah. They're in his beard. <laughs> yeah. What are you carrying there? Ghosts. Some ghosts. <laughs> places to hide too, you know that's <laughs> why they need a safe space, spot to land yeah right? well it's funny um friends of ours uh uh the girl she's like a reiki and medium mm -hmm. as well and um that stuff freaks me out oh, no question it's yeah. and um long long time ago a girlfriend of mine she she was taking a reiki so i was like her guinea pig mm -hmm. and it was amazing i loved it and i've always talked about doing it but never did it mm -hmm. you know and and because it's self-help too right and so yeah it just so happened and uh she needed guinea pigs so mm -hmm. well we didn't just get the reiki we got a reading mm -hmm. as well oh my god yeah oh my god Powerful like stuff, right? yeah and you know just that <laughs> once again you know being mm -hmm. here now and it's like what an experience and yeah. we went camping with them in august and she's like it's time for another one. Yeah. She's like, 
and she did Nolan too, and she's like, I can't wait to you to do you do like to do you two again. <laughs> Wait a second. Like the difference, to right? Do you do, do you again? Do again? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you gotta have fun too. <laughs> Look, this is what we talk about. <laughs> we everything. Yeah, we can talk about anything you want. Anything now, right? Yeah. But that's that's cool. So yeah. tell, tell us about that. Well, um, she we just you just do, we went into the house. She just she came over to the house, and Nolan went first, and he came out. And he looked like he'd been in a tornado, like just mm. his hair and just motions and stuff. Mm. And comes back into the garage and James and I are in there and we're like, you okay? He's like, wow, that was just, mm. wow, you know? And so she had a smoke, she needed a little break. And she's like, okay, you ready? And it's mm. like, okay, let's do this. Well, she starts at your feet and, you know, and, and gives you your colors and how open you are and stuff. And then just things whatever the chakras are oh, I don't know them all off you know and uh, so there was just certain things that like letting go mm-hmm. you know letting go of my past letting go of the hurt letting mm-hmm. go of the, the pain of the abuse letting mm-hmm. go of that like I was still hanging on to it because I have this non-deserving mm-hmm. thoughts of myself yeah. that I don't deserve that and and I and I know I do right mm-hmm. so um that's she says you're hanging on to that yeah. you know you gotta let that go and so she says you're gonna feel some pain and stuff like mm-hmm. that and and then she came you know my heart she says it's so open and really bright pink and just mm. beautiful and and she, like my third eye my my crown everything she says you're really really open mm-hmm. so that was amazing that's where i want to be mm-hmm. i really do i want to be open for everything yeah. and she my grandma came wow and um, my mom's mom and my grand she was a very beautiful well put together mm-hmm. woman and she made all her own clothes and stuff so everything was very tailor fit yeah. it was just beautiful and her face and even like to the day she got alzheimer's mm-hmm. and you know and um it was horrible but she um my reiki girl she said she wants to speak to you do you want to here I said, oh yeah, like you know. Mm-hmm. So it, she said, you raise your chin, speak. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, okay, grams. And my grandma was abused. Yeah. Oh, my grandfather was an abusive alcoholic. Mm-hmm. So she went through all of that. My mom went through stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, my uncle, that kind of stuff. And my mom, she beat it. She, it didn't hit her, mm-hmm. or maybe she just fought it. You know. Mm-hmm. And my uncle, it didn't didn't escape him right yeah. so she's here he's not you yeah. know and it's quite amazing but yeah I um I was so emotional about it because I honestly didn't think my grandma even loved me that mm-hmm. much or cared about me that much it was yeah. just like I had this whatever I perceived mm-hmm. right and so yeah when she came it was like oh, that's wild yeah yeah and because she didn't speak up mm-hmm. And she stayed with them for a really long time, yeah. and because that's what you did, right? And till it was ah, so shitty, right? And so yeah, I mean, I didn't know that yeah. until I got a little bit older, and she never wanted to talk about mm-hmm. it and stuff like that. And and it was sad because I wanted to know things about mm. my grandfather, and he wasn't always like that, you yeah. know. And my mom, like, she had lots of good memories and stuff, and. 
when I was little, he was very good with me. And my mom put stipulations, no drinking, no this, no that, mm -hmm. you know. So I had wonderful memories, yeah. you know. And he was a really neat man. And they were from Holland. And they lived somewhere around Jim Heller. And, you know, just his life and yeah. where it came. And it, I always wanted to know. And I don't, but it's okay. Yeah. So, yeah, when my grandma came and said, you know, use your voice mm -hmm. and it was like okay okay awesome yeah and Samir's like does that mean anything I said it sure does mm -hmm. you know amazingly enough it sure does so yeah it was uh just something like that brought me spiritually closer to the universe mm -hmm. to my beliefs that I keep hidden you know mm -hmm. when I I shouldn't I I can allow myself to think this you know because it is real and it's out there and mm -hmm. so yeah I um yeah it's so I can't wait to do another session with her nice. and and I have even advised other people it mm. will help you balance if you really let it you know that's mm. what it does it, it will show you where you need work or you yeah. know and or do more for what you've already doing it's just amazing you know and mm. this girl she's quite something she's uh, who is it it's it's Nolan's buddy it's his woman oh, okay. and that's so it all kind of worked out Whoa. and and it's and <clears> this <throat> buddy of Nolan's uh James he's a wonderful man too mm. um he's from Nolan's past and okay. he's the only one that's really stuck through all of yeah. this and believed in Nolan and said you know what if you're gonna do this I'm gonna I'm gonna be here with you to cool. do it so and That's so, yeah, we just all, and then he met this woman and mm -hmm. it all works out, you nice. know, and yeah. So, yeah, it was, it's great. It's great. So I had, there's times like when we were camping, he's like, did you see anything? She's like, no. It's <laughs> 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 like, how about now? Yeah. What about now, Darcy? Yeah. Do you hear What anything? about now, <laughs> Darcy? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? We want to know. I want to know. <laughs> totally. <laughs> what yeah. do you see? Who's there? <laughs> what I think is awesome about like the fact that like Reiki is it Reiki? No, Reiki. 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 Sorry, yeah. I, I apologize. But Reiki, yoga, meditation, all this different stuff. Now that I remember growing up in the church because I grew up in the church. My okay. Dad's a minister. He has been over fifty years. Okay. And he's just now he's a much different human than he yeah. was when he, we were younger. So. I, it's hard to confuse present dad with past dad yeah. because present dad is really super cool and past past dad is not the super cool no. guy that yeah. although he might have been we were just scared of him right like, <laughs> he was so big and like yeah. and we just thought he would like work with God like directly so like they shared an office kind of thing that's how we looked at it I guess right, right? yeah Oh, my dad works with God. <laughs> yeah. So we would be like, what does your dad do? Well, he's, he's a God guy. I don't know yeah. what he does. He's, he's a God guy. But you'd hear this in the church about like Reiki, about meditation. Mm -hmm. Just how like, how, um, I want to use the right word that was used when I was growing up. I, I want to say that they used to call it like devil stuff. I can't remember how they worded it. Yeah. They, and they used to say, well, isn't that silly? And that's what I remember the most of from when I was young was, isn't that silly about this stuff? And silly. then now that I'm older, I'm like, anyone from that, from any religion who can look at someone else's and call it silly is kind of like the pot calling the kettle black. Oh, yeah. It's like, how could you possibly believe that you have chakras when you really need to believe that zombie Jesus came back from the dead, right? Like, it's not until you get older where you start realizing 
wait a minute. Yeah. They're all a little bit like silly sounding if you don't believe yes. or if you're not open. Yes. Right. Right. Like, and not one sounds more silly than the other. No. Right. No, yeah. Which is absolutely true. Yes. They, if you get deep down into all of them, they're all a bit silly. Right. Yeah. If you don't take it with an open mind. Yes. Because when you have an open mind, it goes from silly to fucking incredible. Amazing. Yes. Right? Yeah. Which like, means there must be some truth in that. Right? I believe that. Yes. Yeah. I believe. Yeah. And I think some truth in all of it. Mm -hmm. Whereas, because you can't deny the the power that it has. Oh, no. Like whether it be Reiki or yeah. Christianity or Islam or whatever, whatever it, is, it is. Yeah. It's the power. There is a power there. Absolutely. As something that we're connecting to. Yeah. Right. And, and it's funny, like growing up, I, I didn't have like my mom, she's Catholic. Yeah. And she, like, she went to uh, St. Francis. Oh, okay. And here, yeah. like, very practicing. And yeah. then St. Francis is a Catholic school. <laughs> <laughs> that is the, yeah. the, the school. Right. So um, and yeah, I mean, she, my dad came here, I think, in 64. They met in 65 early and then they were married december 65. oh yeah so they just you know when they yeah so yeah she was still in high school i think when they mm -hmm. met and that but yeah she when i was growing up i it was my dad no yeah you know and my dad growing up in england he was born mm -hmm. in the four you know 41s and oh, you know he's, it, he was born in 41. yeah oh crap <laughs> so did he survive some bombings and I don't, yeah, it might have been done by then because he's yeah. from up north, my dad. Like, okay. he's right. Yeah. I, and I'm not sure about the geography or when yeah, they stopped yeah. bombing or anything. I don't even remember. But yeah. I'll tell you, like, when I was there in July, like, just listening to my aunt and stuff because she's seven years older than my dad. Mm -hmm. And, like, uh, we were talking about the beach and we, we went, my sister and I went to this beach and my aunt's like, oh, I remember going there. And it was all, you could only have one part of the beach. Um, and the water because it was all mines, yeah, right. And then she showed us a picture, and it was like, yeah. oh, oh my god, right? Like, so you yeah. had all this little part, and it was full of just people, yeah. families, you know, and all the yeah. kids out in the ocean. You imagine? Don't go over there. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, yeah, crazy, and, but but they survived, yeah. right? Like, yeah. all the ones that survived survived. But the, the interesting thing about that is, I wonder how it affected your aunt, your dad, right? For just that intergenerational yeah. stuff yeah. of the of the adults being so stressed out yeah. all the time yeah. because i know they had air raids and all that oh kind of yeah stuff, like, all kinds of stuff for right? quite a few years yeah. right yeah and and like even so my my dad's my dad's dad died when he was six he mm. had that uh um the heart uh like an arrhythmia yes yeah yes so he died i think he was 36 or something mm. like that oh geez. so my dad you know and so he worked yeah. You know, and, and my aunt worked and, and then my uncle, he was just born. I think he was six weeks old. Right. So and back then, you know, I mean, how they treated widows and, you know, and stuff like that. It mm -hmm. was just, you know, crazy. And, and I know like they were telling me the story. My aunt worked, but then my grandmother was getting money taken away from her because my aunt was working oh. like her daughter was working. So yeah. she was getting money and it was so my dad was like well no you need 
So she yeah. went away to work so that my grandmother could get yeah. the money. And it was like, what? Like That's, that's strange. So yeah. You know, especially in the war times and that. Like, Is that's that why? why. Yeah. yeah. Because of the war, they had to ration how yeah. much money they could make yeah. and all that. Yeah. And if, that's strange? And I think it was the widower's pension or whatever it was, yeah. right? So if she was mm. getting so much in with her daughter, then yeah, it was, yeah. you know, crazy. Taking from other people. God, so strange yeah. Yeah, how things change. I know. And so I do, I do think about that, you know, yeah. and, and I think, and like, even when we were back there, I, I, I just observed so much and mm-hmm. appreciated where my dad came from, Yeah, you know, and the hard work that he, like, I've never put that much hard work into something that yeah. this man has done. And, and that's all he's ever showed me is yeah. the sacrifice for your family, love, hard mm-hmm. work, you know, if you do hard work, you can play. You know, he's retired. He's happy. He's yeah, <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah, yeah, they're doing their things. So. Yeah, and my sister, I've got a. She'll be four, my niece. So that's I thought your cool. sister was going to be four. No, so I that's like, quite exciting. She's got a baby, right? So that's yeah. exciting. You know, and and that's another thing. My, you know, uh, I didn't know my sister wasn't sure if she was going to have because I think she mm-hmm. was, but later on. So this yeah. was kind of a yay, oh, nice. you know, a surprise. And yeah, uh, yeah I. It, She's, it's, it's fun being an oh, aunt or an uncle. It is. Yeah. It's totally different. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like, the best. Right? Yeah. I know. Yeah, I love it. I know. I know. And if she's being a handful, it's like, well, eh, I gotta go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> auntie loves you. That's right. That's the whole beauty of <laughs> yep. being an auntie or it's an uncle. It's so You're, freeing. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, you lit that on fire. I gotta go. Yeah. Hey, mom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, your daughter's like, yeah, I know. It's wonderful. It's, yeah. It is, and I do. I, I uh, and I actually can't wait to be a grandma. Mm-hmm. You know, like one day, not yeah, well. Not I guess I can wait. You know, yeah. but yeah, I. Uh, it's like, oh, this must be what it's like. That's kind of neat, though. Yeah. Like, I think grandparents have it way better than parents, because grandparents have that little bit of space, mm-hmm. and they're not really concerned with whether they have too much sugar as grandparents. No, really. yeah. no, none of that. Whereas parents are like always worrying. Yeah. And grandparents are like, oh, here's your worry out the fucking window, because. <laughs> Because yeah. I just gave him a big giant cookie. Yeah, bing, bing, bing. Oh, mom's back. There you go. That's right. Love you. That's right. I know. I know. Did you eat your broccoli? Of course it was Sure broccoli. did. <laughs> Dipped in chocolate. <laughs> so if you had like anything you could tell someone out there that was struggling with like drugs, alcohol, or maybe they're just about to. Hmm. Maybe they haven't hit that point yet, but things are starting to veer. Listen to your gut. Hmm. Uh if if you don't know what that is you'll know you know mm-hmm. it's it's the thing that makes you sick it's the thing that tells you because i don't think your gut will ever steer you wrong mm-hmm. and if i would have listened to all my gut instincts i wouldn't be here today and everybody always used to tell me that mm-hmm. you know and reach out don't be afraid of help mm-hmm. don't be afraid of help um and uh, I don't know, I guess right now what I'm finding is letting go and letting it out, mm-hmm. you know, and that helps with the healing and it also <sighs> releases to allow the new mm-hmm. to come in. I'm never going to stop learning. Yeah. I, I stopped at one time. My brain went dead. Like I just, I mean, I'm sure I was learning, but I wasn't. Mm-hmm. I was just making do and yeah. so now that i'm learning again 
it feels like I feel young again, you know, in that sense, yeah. because that's what that is. It's knowledge is youth, you mm -hmm. know, and uh, our brains are so big that uh, well, me, right? if you engage in the learning process, you are giving yourself a gift yeah. of youth. I yeah. mean that with all sincerity. Yeah. Like, like you said it, if you are learning, you are getting younger. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Because like you said, when you stagnate, when I stagnate, like I feel awful. Awful. and old yes yeah. and and like achy and yeah. like everything happens right like yeah, yeah you're like <laughs> yeah and that's it fantastic yeah and and so i don't know and um i don't know shame and guilt i did learn i think even shame trumps guilt mm -hmm. and when you have that if you have a peak of something in that shame and guilt, reach out at that time, yeah. grab whatever you can, yeah. you know, because sometimes we can get through the guilt, but the shame is, mm -hmm. that's quite a, that's poison, Yeah, I find. Well said. Yeah. Well said. Yeah. So Thank before you. we stop though, I have to ask this question because we missed this with Nolan. Oh. Right? <laughs> so what happened with the exploding trailer? Oh. <laughs> What, okay what the f so we went camping we yeah said, well it was like uh what's say the 12th so it was yeah. 16th i think it was okay around there or the yeah. 8th one a couple of the years eight. ago a year ago uh, two three i can't remember what he said years ago now yeah okay is it and, and it's okay because he when he told us a story he wasn't being recorded so we have no evidence oh so, okay yeah. i can't remember okay That's so okay. it wasn't last year year before yeah so two years ago yeah 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 so yeah we went winter camping uh we borrowed a buddy's uh like you know the enduro uh enduro or yeah like the old vans but oh, with the yeah, fiberglass yeah. Top tops yeah. yes but it was like a seven something from the 70s yeah anyways awesome right because they're nice and metal and stuff anyway so we went out to wipers um yeah, it was two years ago because Stark was just a puppy. Oh, okay. So he, we got him September and it was October. Mm -hmm. So he was like a few months old. And uh, we got out for a couple nights. It was our last night there. We had packed everything because we were leaving the mm -hmm. next morning. Um, and uh, woke up, I think it was around four in the morning. It was cold, yeah. right? So we woke up and, oh, and went for a pee and all that kind of stuff. So I got back into bed. Nolan went out for his pee and me and Stark got under and I got under the covers. Well, Nolan had turned on the the stove mm -hmm. just to warm up the camper quickly, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, he, he's like, I'm gonna turn on it. I said, great, you know, cause it was mm -hmm. chilly. So oh, yeah. next thing you know, <laughs> I'm under the covers, Stark's under at my feet and it was like a flash, like really bright. Mm -hmm. But I was under the covers and I thought maybe Nolan was opening the door or something. And then it was bang, like this huge, like deafening, like, I can't. And you're in the van. Oh yeah, so I was laying down. So bang, right? And it was like, what the heck? I bring back the covers and the whole thing is in flames. The whole van. And it was like, holy crap. So I got up and Ooh. I went to reach like the doors. They had like the double mm -hmm. doors there. And I went to reach and the flames, there was just, and the plastic from like things, yeah. and it was landing on me and ah, my hair was on fire. Oh no. Um, and we had like the curtains kind of closed at the thing. So that like the whole cab was on yeah. fire. And so Whew. 
I started screaming. Like all of a sudden, like I didn't say anything at first. And then all of a sudden it was like, <laughs> I'm going to die in here. And then it was like, no, I'm going through this fucking window. I was going to go through the window. <laughs> um, and in the meantime, looking for the dog. And then Nolan opened the door. He was there. And, but he was coming up from the ground. And I didn't understand that at first, like yeah. I'll explain that later. But yeah. yeah, he was getting up from the ground and pulling me out and he was putting me out. He pulled me out of the thing and he was putting me out and he stuff. He didn't tell us she was on fire. Yeah. He, <laughs> so he turned yeah. me around a few times. Okay, okay, you know, and I was I was okay. And so adrenaline, of course, and, and mm-hmm. whatever else was happening, right? So I got dressed, got my boots on and that, whatever. We were ripping stuff out of the trailer mm-hmm. as it was on fire. <laughs> well, we were camped right by the, the river, right? So Nolan... Poured out the cooler, went down. We're getting water. Mm-hmm. He fell in the river, just fucking drenched head to toe. We're still putting out the fire, putting out the fire. Finally, finally, we've got things calmed down, except in this one part. Well, our our buddy, he had ripped out the fridge like a week prior to that and didn't clip off the wires, the the pipes, the propane oh. pipes yeah. to the fridge, so that. When we turned on the it was just pouring out the propane oh was just pouring my out God. so it was just filling up right because it goes low yeah. it was filling up filling up as i was laying there and then when it hit the stove yeah just and propane wow wow <laughs> do not fuck with propane no that shit. was crazy so yeah we how we, are you not burned though i like, am i was and that like my leg and that yeah. but i i i was i'm i'm amazed actually that my scars i you know i think you and nolan are two of the (laughs) toughest human beings i've ever met like well then so we're we get this all out so we're burning because we packed everything and we burnt all the wood before we went to bed because we're leaving in the morning so we're like burning stuff that we could find like everything that exploded we're just like your van yeah (laughs) basically so then it was like okay this is we're gonna like he's gonna die of Mm. hypothermia here right like he's soaked we've got nothing everything's burnt we couldn't find the dog (coughs) so we go looking for the dog he's one way i'm another way and we're calling he's like he's a puppy you know and i'm out far enough now that i'm in the middle of it and it's like it's like five o'clock in the morning I could be a meal for something right now. I'm not, <laughs> yeah. you know, if the dog is gone, the dog is gone. Yeah. I can't risk my, <laughs> so we come back and I could hear Nolan, Sherry, get back here. And it was like, yeah, I'm coming in, right? Yeah. And stuff. So all of a sudden he's like, Sherry, I found him. I found him. <laughs> and I'm running back. Well, where he dumped the cooler. Guess where he was with yeah. all the food, just chowing down. Because <laughs> he had like sour cream all over, and he was like all in the food. And it was like, thank you, whatever. That's why you didn't come back. Yeah, yeah. So it was there. He didn't disappear at all. <laughs> thank goodness he was a beagle. Like honestly. Yeah. So he got singed. He was all singed up and that. Oh yeah. my goodness. So uh, the fellowship helped us out so much mm-hmm. uh brought us food oh, brought wow. us like uh, medical supplies yeah. stuff like that like just unbelievable you mm. know came for visits and so yeah it was just wow. and and you know and, and that's what i mean if i wasn't doing this right now mm. none of that would be happening yeah. you know this is this is 
how it works. Yeah. You know, as long as you do what you're supposed to be doing, yeah. the rest is kind well, of... Well, and think about it. If you guys were in the in there, passed out, messed up... That's what I said. You guys might not be here. No. Because chance... I mean, I've slept through some serious shit when right? I was like, under the influence. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I know. And that's what I said, too. Can you imagine yeah. if we would have been doing this while we are all fucked up? Like, oh, my God. We would have wow. just let it burn. So then we decided... Okay, we can't stay here. Want to mm. see if the band starts? All right. It starts. Whoa. You want to go home? All right. Yes. <laughs> yes. We threw everything that we could into the back. Yeah. Had no roof. Well, the roof. Now, the bang, that was the roof coming off. So when Nolan was opening the door, the roof had come off and he was taking his piss and he ran across because he seen the fire mm-hmm. and when he was opening the door the roof had on him. <laughs> that's what he told us we so, couldn't picture it though so when he was coming up <laughs> off of the ground and yeah. i was that was where it was like oh that's why you're on the ground that's, that's why i couldn't understand yeah so when he came running because yeah. the roof bang that's what the explosion with the sound right and so it came off landed on its the top and yeah. like perfectly so yeah we ended up going home <laughs> it was whatever time at that time in the morning going through cochran you know people your bed <laughs> smoking yes it was that's <laughs> sort of fucking driving we didn't care we wanted to get home so bad so we did took a shower the initial shock like everything you know yeah. i seen i was burnt my leg my hand that kind of thing my hair was like... Was it singed all over? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I had like it up in a bun. Yeah. So no one's like, you know, like a really bad toupee that's been burnt. <laughs> that's what your hair looks like. I'm like, oh my God. Oh, shit. <laughs> so yeah, it was, it was wonderful. And then the next day, we let the buddy know. Yeah. Uh, that His family. Yeah. Up. He felt like shit in his one of those things yeah. you know it all worked out right yeah. so in our shock we decide oh we're gonna go back out there clean up our mess what everything go see what happened and stuff so mm-hmm. we go out there and yeah sure enough yeah, we did a pretty good job actually yeah. cleaning up like we, yeah nice we got a lot of stuff and so considering the, you almost died yeah that's pretty like good. it was amazing like what <laughs> you what you'll do to survive yeah. you know or just irrational i guess yeah. you know and uh yeah we we picked up the rest and we were going to leave and the truck broke down. Oh, shit. It wouldn't start. And it was like, what the fuck, man? So we were heading back. Uh, we were walking. We we're going to walk down the road out because there's no service. Yeah. These three guys on motorbikes came. <sighs> guys, like, we're just five minutes yeah. up. He says, let me load up and I'll come back around. Take him to Cochrane. He mm-hmm. says, can you call somebody to meet you there? Yes. So we did yeah. that. We got AMA. We got back and nice. stuff like that. And then Nolan and our buddy and his brother-in-law went out the next day where I'm like, why are you going back yeah, out what? there? <laughs> hey, what are you and, doing? And they went back with the man and put the roof back on and then yeah. just strapped it down <laughs> and drove it back to his house. It was, and so it was perfect. It worked out, you know, they yeah. gutted it all. And he was going to gut it anyways, and yeah. that's why he took out the fridge, right? Because mm-hmm. so, he was in the process. I'm like, you're welcome. Yeah, you know, we helped. No problem. Did the easy work. <laughs> Did all the hard work, I mean. So, yeah, so that's 
Well, uh, thank you for clear clarifying yes. that for us because yes. I know that I don't know about you, but I've been wondering what it was like on the inside of the yeah, van. Yeah, it whole was. Time. Um, I still to this day I think I still there's things I'm not over yet mm. right it's traumatic like it's affected me uh, like we're laughing about it but that's yeah, only now I alive. and I yeah. laugh too you know because yeah. it's like holy shit but it's like there's some things like um I'll hear certain bangs and I'll really like God, you know and then it's like oh, it's, just me. Yeah. it's just something like that or, or it affects me or triggers me yeah. you know um I don't like propane around fire now I'm like really like I'm paranoid about it, right? I'd be like, shocked if you weren't. Like even the barbecue. Yeah. It's like, is that propane tank? Is that <laughs> far <laughs> enough away? <laughs> no, it's like stop. Yeah. <laughs> right? But yeah, it's I'm I gotten paranoid. Of about course, it, right? I think and, rational fear based on what has actually yeah. happened. Yeah. Right? But we've gone camping again. Yep. You know, everything's good. It's, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. You know, mm. and. As I said to Nolan, I said somebody was definitely looking out for us that day. Mm -hmm. I said, whoever it was, just lent down a hand. <laughs> he wow. said, so that, you know, it, we were okay. Yeah. You know, and I said, that's, wow. but yeah, yeah. Well, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> and thank you for tonight. Like, you're so welcome. Really appreciate you coming <laughs> in. I, I am so grateful I got to know you. A oh, bit thank more. you. Yeah, and I'm also not surprised that you and Nolan are together. Oh. Well, you're both like super tough, obviously, right? Like, yeah, yeah, sometimes and too tough. <laughs> yeah, and determined yeah. and probably too tough. Yes, yeah. we were, I was just saying this morning actually to him. I said our personalities are a little aggressive sometimes mm -hmm. towards each other, like yeah. with you know. And I said you come at it, and then I come at it, and yeah. that's not good either, you know. It so, can be de detrimental. Yeah. Yes, yes. So I said uh, we're learning. We're still learning, yeah. you know. And we know now to walk away. It's good. We have we know to have our own space. That's healthy. It's yeah. all good. Everything so. is right about walking away. It is. Right. It we really were told is. that yeah. we we're not supposed to walk away or whatever we were told. Oh, that's like the best thing to do. It is like the best thing yeah. to do. Don't run away. You don't yeah. have to run away. Just yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and it, it's even like you know what even sometimes when i say to heather i'm like i just need a minute yeah i'm just gonna go for a walk but then i as i'm walking towards the door i think no i don't need to leave i just need a minute to breathe. Yeah. right because if i leave it sends the wrong message to her uh -huh. and that's not the message i want to send mm -mm. right and so because i don't want her to think i'm going to run away every time something gets yes hard yes but i also don't want to be there when my head starts getting hard-headed yeah and i start saying stupid shit that i know i don't want to say <laughs> no so i need a breather i need like yeah. a a five to ten minute breather oh yeah right oh yeah yeah and Sometimes i think it's 20. <laughs> if you need 30 take 30 and i'm sure you could pre probably preach to the choir well, that's I, like even my mom and dad, mm -hmm. 54 years, they need a break once in a while. Yeah, totally. <laughs> even it's just to the mailbox. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. I'm going to the mail. No, I'm going to yeah. the mail today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're going to go camping. Are you taking the van? No. <laughs> God, no. No, no. No vans. No vans. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, thank you so much You're welcome. for coming thank on you, and talking David. to us. Yes. Thank, thank you, you so much. Thank you for tuning in this week to the Voices in Recovery podcast. Please stay tuned every Wednesday as we air another episode. Thank you for your time. And please, if you're in trouble, reach out. If you need to contact us at www.freedomspathrecoverysociety.ca or you can look for us on Facebook under Freedom's Path Recovery Society. Thank you again for tuning in. Please stay tuned for upcoming groups, activities, and podcasts.